0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Little Bits where we take some time to look at characteristics and virtues of St. Joseph and how we can incorporate those into our lives become better men. As we continue our series on sloth, today we want to look at humility. St. Joseph isn't given the exact title of humility in his litany, but he is given the title of lover of poverty. Being poor, going without, making it less about ourselves, and giving to others when we receive much are certainly characteristics of humility. This week, we look at how the slothful person can be passive in nature, acting in false humility. They refuse God's mercy and embrace self-pity or a poor-is-me type of attitude. Let's open with a prayer. Lord, with praise and thank you, please install in us a desire to be truly humble, like Joseph, to reject false humility and the attention it brings. Grant us the ability to embrace our anointing, our identity as sons of God, to recognize the gifts you have given us and to use them generously without expecting anything in return. Help us to put others before ourselves, to take the lower place without drawing attention to ourselves, take from us the desire to be praised, honored, or preferred over others as we continue to journey closer to heaven for our families. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. We need to avoid excusing ourselves as not good enough as a way to a fixed mindset and keeping ourselves from growing in our faith journey. I imagine that Joseph, as a creative man, had to have a growth mindset in order to figure out better ways to apply his trade, methods that allowed him to be better and more efficient and effective in his work. He would then apply this to teaching Jesus to have the same mentality. This is not overconfidence, but rather a recognition of the gifts God wants to give to you and receiving and using them. Is there something that we are refusing to do for God because we lack confidence, think we are incapable or too weak to do? The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 12.10, Therefore, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. As I've heard Father Burke Masters say, humility Isn't thinking less of ourselves, it is thinking about ourselves less. He also spoke about how his dad told him as a young aspiring baseball player, and I'm paraphrasing, that no one was better than him and that he wasn't better than anybody else. See, at our best and humblest, we should seek God before doing anything. This idea of humility should not cause us to freeze up or paralyze us from acting. True humility doesn't do that. That's what sloth does. When you refuse God's mercy, his gifts, when you are grieved by your sins and feel unworthy, just the way the evil one wants you to feel, that's when you fall into the sloth, self-loathing, insecurity, putting our, our pitiful selves in a state of false humility. This can happen as a defense mechanism because we are overvaluing the opinion of others and we fear the cross and crucifixion. We fear allowing the Lord to make our hearts ablaze with his love. This means work. This means lowering ourselves and elevating him and others above us. Christ's sacrificial love frees us from the fear because our security and our worth is rooted in him, not in the opinion of others or ourselves, not in what we are capable of. To overcome this form of sloth, we need to grow in our littleness, our true humility. To empty our cup, God cannot pour into a full cup. Allow God to heal our fears and insecurities, our pride, our desire to control, and appearances, our insecurities. This way, we rely on God, grow in his love that fears all suffering, allowing us to suffer better, to compliment others, even when we desire the compliments ourselves, to recognize the good works of others and refrain from pointing the spotlight on ourselves and what we have done. Doing this will cure us from being paralyzed by our domineering and tyrannical egos, enabling us to rest securely in the love of Christ. In this way, we can know we are loved, even when others reject us, rebuke us, humiliate, or forget us. You will know you're making progress when you see that life is not about you receiving power, honor, praise, and glory, but rather it is about rejoicing when someone else does something great and suffering wealth, unnoticed, with others when they struggle. This is the love Christ showed us on the cross and the way to true freedom. True love and acceptance finds joy in Christ and in giving love to others. St. Joseph is a great example of being secure in the love of Christ, of not needing to be in the spotlight or to have it be about him. Here's the man who, after Mary, has the most to brag about. He was the father of Jesus, yet we don't have one spoken word recorded by him in the entire Bible. Do we think there were no amazing or noteworthy stories about Joseph? I cannot believe this. You do not get the title, Comfort of the Trouble, without having empathy and putting others first. Lord, deliver us from the fear of being corrected, slandered, forgotten, ridiculed, wronged, and help us to love others more than we seek to be loved to decrease in the eyes of the world, to go unnoticed while others are preferred. Keep us from seeking approval of others, giving us the strength to empty our cups, so that you may fill them with your love, and that we may in turn share your love with others. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Until next time, go to Joseph.